Hi, I'm Aaron. And I'm Ashley. A few years ago, we set off on a journey to start doing hard things that enrich our marriage, relationship with God, family, and our health. Along the way, we've met a lot of other people who are living intentional, countercultural lives and getting out of their comfort zones. And in each episode of the Uncommon People podcast, we'll discuss parts of our own journey or share inspiring stories from the journeys of others. Thanks for joining us. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Uncommon People podcast. This is Ashley. And Aaron. <laughs> and we just uh, have a kind of a fun episode today. Well, I mean, I hope it's fun. I think it'll be fun. I get to play interviewer today, and Aaron gets to be interviewee. Is that what it's called? Interviewee? Maybe my inflection's wrong. I guess so. I don't know. The person that gets interviewed. <laughs> um and if you know Erin in real life, you're thinking, okay, so she's either talking about one of two, th- well, maybe not just one of two things, but two things that Erin's passionate about outside of like probably church and family, uh, running or food. Which one are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about running today. Yeah. <laughs> um, Highly requested. Oh, really? <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> okay. I was about to say, wow, I didn't know the fan base was calling for this episode. No, but we've talked about it so, a lot, so yeah, here and there. Yeah, and if you've interacted much with Aaron or you know anything about hobbies for him, this is like on the tippy top of his list, for especially for personal hobbies that are outside of like things that we do as a family. Um, so we'll we'll jump into the episode here in just a minute. But I just wanted to give, you know, a few housekeeping little reminders, um, invite you to share the podcast with uh, someone today to give us a, rev- a rating or a review on whichever uh, means you use to listen to the podcast. We always appreciate that. And any feedback or worthwhile guest, you know, if you want to mention to us a worthwhile guest, stop by the website. There's ways to contact us through all the social media, Uncommon People Podcast or Uncommon People Pod. Um, it's all linked. Will it'll all be linked into the description or the notes mm-hmm. for this show? Uncommonpeoplepodcast.com is the website, and mm-hmm. that has links to everything. So some of the things are pod because it's too long to put podcast. It's a lot of characters. Yeah, I think Twitter was pod, but we don't even do really anything. I have to nothing to tweet. I I've never had a Twitter. I can't. I don't have those things to say. Everything yeah. I have to say is more than 144 characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's 240 now. Oh wow. Okay, um, so stop by those places. Um, if you didn't catch the last episode, you may not know kind of what our goal is for 2020 is to do a couple episodes a month, um, not on a really strict schedule because our lives are wild right now. It's And it's just been that way and it's probably only going to... It's gonna, not going to stop. No, yeah. it's on... And that's a trending upward thing. But we are trying to put out some weekly content, um, whether it's here as a podcast um, some blogging on the website. And then we do have a YouTube channel. I think we've only, I've only managed to get one video up. That was my vision board for 2020, but I do have a couple books I want to review there. So y'all follow us, follow along on those. Uh, we may places. do a couple, uh, vlogs mm-hmm. at some point in time as well. Yeah. We may talk about that here Debating. in a minute. Yeah. Oh, are we? Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I didn't write it in my notes <laughs> specifically, but, um, Aaron's got a, got a dream brewing in the back of his brain so and it does have to do with running in youtube so spoiler alert um we'll jump into the questions here so I just invite you to visit those places give us your feedback and ratings and reviews and share we always appreciate that so let's jump into the interrogation <laughs> i've heard this new this uh new phrase on youtube mm. let's get stuck into it what that's a I think it's a British thing, like a British phrase, but this guy that lives in Australia says it, but I heard this British runner that I follow. I guess that means uh to start doing something enthusiastically. Really? Let's get stuck into it. That's <laughs> so weird. This one guy says it at the beginning of every single one of his YouTube videos. He's not a runner, he's like a, a travel vlogger. Yeah, that's and funny. at the beginning of every video, let's get stuck into it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's always funny to watch because we we watch a pretty decent amount of YouTube because we don't have like cable TV and we have um, Hulu and you know like Disney Plus and stuff, but we don't watch a ton of stuff. And yeah, so, we don't really. Yeah, we probably should. We just wouldn't have Hulu; it's free with Spotify. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> uh, so we really only watch YouTube, and it's always funny to me to watch 
what people how they intro their videos mm-hmm. my everything i've ever intro is super basic but like one of the girls i watch is always like hola muchachos and i'm <laughs> like what is this <laughs> but i still keep watching so <laughs> anyway so after the five minutes later let's jump into <laughs> some questions about running for you so this is coming the interviewer here that being me is not a runner so I do live with Aaron and I could probably answer some of these questions for him, but I always think it's interesting when someone does something that in part ways is considered kind of an extreme sport, the way that he does it. I mean, it's definitely a sport um, and it's a different kind of fitness activity because he's not doing it to lose weight. He's not doing it just because he wants to win a like competition, like, you know, bodybuilding or something like that would be, it's a different kind of fitness and it's definitely a therapy mm-hmm. type thing. We always joke that it's cheaper than therapy. So just give the listeners a snapshot of your running journey and you know, when you started running and yeah, I started running, um, actually as he's browsing I'm, his, I'm looking logs. I was going to look at some of the early runs. I started running in according to Strava, October of 2015, October 24th was my first run on Strava. Strava yeah. is a running app that um, that I use to track my um, track my runs and everything. And um, I think I actually started a little bit before that. It was it was in September probably or maybe early early October. But I was using a different app for a short period of time. But um, I, yeah, I just really just started to to have a a place of to clear my head I I never really did anything beforehand uh you know before I started running at least in my adult life where I was getting any kind of physical activity so um I ran a little bit like back but you know off and on when I was in elementary school, I ran, you know, I was always like one of the faster kids in the class to do the field day stuff. And then I didn't really run in high school at all. But, um, when I, when we went to IBC, I ran a little bit, I mean, very casually, like one time every two weeks or something, maybe two times. Um, so, and it was mostly a social thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just not, um, not anything regular, no races or anything like that. And so then in January of 20, or I'm sorry, October ish of 2015, fall of 2015, I started running legitimately. And part of it was, yeah, like I said, just a way to get my head space cleared, but also, um, I was just feeling really bad all the time, physically just kind of, I didn't do anything and I was eating horribly. So, um, it also started as a way for me to try to work on getting healthier as well. And yeah, that's pretty much when it started. Mm-hmm. And it's only been, I mean, you've never and taken it, any long breaks from running really since then. Nothing more than maybe, two, maybe two weeks. Probably yeah. that's about the longest you've have gone in that well, since then yeah. maybe. Yeah. It, it, I, and the progression has changed a lot. So like, in the early years, I think, let's see, in 2015, I think I had only ran, well, 2015 was only like half a year. I think I clocked like 54 miles in that later part of the year. And then in 2016, I ran 451. That was like my first full year of running and also my first race, mm-hmm. races. Yeah. I ran the Halfs, rock, right. I ran the rock and roll half marathon and I ran uh, the Chupacabra 10K tw- uh, trail race. And then 27, so that was 450. Uh, 2017, I ran 812, so, so I doubled, almost doubled. Yeah. 2018, I ran 1,011. And then last year, I ran 1,117 miles, Point one 1,117.8. 0.8. <laughs> and this year, I've ran 196.8 so far. February yeah so all right so definitely been kind of an uh you know an uptick on that Mm -hmm. so I know I know part of why you started running and you just mentioned it was for mental for the headspace what it did for you there but just in general and I don't know if the answer has changed over time but why do you run what is Uh, chasing you (laughs) (laughs) no uh nothing's chasing me (laughs) But everyone likes to give me that 
Yeah, what's the, the evil Bible run, verse? Evil run when no one's chasing them. Scripture all the time. I get memes <laughs> about that. I, I mean, now it's not changed much. I still run because it's a way to relieve stress. And I mean, I'm not like super, super stressed out all the time or anything, but I work somewhat of a, I mean, it's not a super stressful job, but it can be stressful. There's a lot of work and two kids and, you know, just g- general life stuff. And uh, I drive, you know, along a long way to work and a long way home. So the fact that it kind of keeps stress at bay is good. Um, and then I run for the health reasons. Just, you know, it's a good way to stay healthy and to be active uh, to be outside. Um, yeah, Aaron doesn't run indoors. I do not run on the treadmill. Like, it happens maybe half a dozen times a year. Yeah, maybe. maybe. It's probably less not than even that. that. Yeah. Um, less, less than once a quarter. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then I. And every time he does, he's like, I hate the treadmill. Yeah, this I thing just is did. Dumb. Like, not too long, like maybe a month ago or mm-hmm. something. I don't know. And it was three miles, and it was the worst three miles I've ever been. <laughs> Um, and then I run for the community. The community is really big as far as, uh, friends that I actually run with and, um, just the running community in general, being connected with other runners online or at races. Um, it's just a really, really fun social thing. And I do it also cause it's difficult and I like that feeling. Mm-hmm. Like we've talked about so many times, just the idea that, um, you know, I, I have to tell people all the time, if I ever ask anyone to run with me or I'll say casually, someone will mention like that they ran, you know, a little bit and I'll say, um, you know, well, if you ever want to go run, just let me know. And they're like, oh, well, I, you know, I don't run like you do. And that's just, you know, I like I like the community aspect. It It's not about that kind of that kind of thing for me when I'm trying to just hang out with people so it's good it's brought in a lot of um, brought a lot of friends into my life and stuff like that yeah you have um, several friends that I mean you wouldn't know at all yeah yeah one of my actually when I preached this last Sunday at our church one of my uh, I mentioned one of my friends I referenced one of my friends that is a very unlikely person that I would be connected to. Mm -hmm. Um, But because he's, you know, 15 or so years older, I don't know exactly how old he is, but he's 15 or so years older than me. And we're not in the same work industry or anything. We literally wouldn't know each other if it wasn't for a running group that we met in. And so um, that's cool. And he's one of my really, really good friends. Uh, So, um yeah, I mean, it's just, it's great for the community, great for, obviously, exercise, and I legitimately enjoy it. And also, races are really fun. Yeah. Like, we can't pretend like races aren't a, good, aren't a fun <laughs> aspect of it, as we look over. Aaron has all of his noteworthy medals hanging in our room, which I've said that in, in front of some of my other friends that are married before, the girls, and they're like, the wives, and they're like, oh, my word are you serious and i'm like yeah but i don't even really care there they all are i like that you said noteworthy too because i definitely have more medals than are up there but they're yeah. like junky sometimes yeah, look at this 5k <laughs> i did it's made out of plastic yeah yes so you already said how many miles you ran in 2019 somewhere upwards of 1100 uh almost 1200 mm-hmm. well yeah no 1117.8 so what does a running week look like in a marathon training season? Because there are differences. Like right now, you're not really in a training season, um, but you were yeah. for about four months before that. Tr- the most recent race Aaron ran was the Chevron. Houston. Oh, yeah, in Houston. Yeah. And so that was in mid-January. So he was training for um, for a mm-hmm. personal record for probably, how long was the training for that? Four months, maybe? it actually wasn't even that (laughs) it wasn't even my actual training block wasn't even that long um but my my point being that like now he's not training for something and so the running the distances how much you're doing is different yeah it's a little it's a little different so when i'm doing like a marathon training a big block especially this last block of training because i was training so hard and and had a real big goal in mind. Um, I was, I was roughly around 
on my peak mileage weeks, right around 60 to 65 miles in a week. But if I'm not training for a marathon or some, or something of the sort, then, you know, my mileage is, I mean, I mean, in the, in the, in the past, it's gone way down. Like in the past, I used to want to just be sure that I was running like 20 miles a week and (coughs) excuse me. And that was like, you know, good. But now I'm at a point where uh, I think I'm just, I'm, I'm so much deeper into it and so much of a better runner that really I want to stay in like the 35 to 40 mile range. And that's not outrageous for me. Mm-hmm. If I'm running four to five times a week. I mean, this morning you ran 10 miles, right? Yeah. 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 This is just an average non-training Thursday. season. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I am kind of, I'm not, I'm not training for a record, but I am running a marathon in like nine weeks, mm-hmm. but it's going to be, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not trying to like, I'm going to, I'm running it with a friend. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm not, you know, necessarily trying to run super fast or go for a PR or anything like that. But, um, but yeah, those, the, the race, the race buildup, especially for a marathon, really the more miles you're doing the better you know the faster you're getting and the stronger you are obviously with the help of a coach or something of that nature so when are you doing that running you know everybody has a different time of day they prefer so yeah i i've we've mentioned it we mentioned it in our second episode i think about getting up early that i definitely prefer to run in the morning and part of that is us living in texas i mean right now mm-hmm. it's not so bad cuz it's cold but or at least in the mornings it's cold um but i i get up most time most days i get up at four o'clock and if i'm going if i'm going down towards where i work to run with my friends that run down there they all meet at 458 they call themselves we call ourselves the 458 crew and we're we're taking off at you know, before five o'clock or, or right at five o'clock, the four fifty eight thing's kind of a joke, but, um, but we're, we're running at five o'clock in the morning and, um, here lately, like since Houston, I've been a little more relaxed and I rested a little bit more and my miles have been, or my days have been a little, uh, lower mileage. So I've been going at like, you know, six or yeah. today I went at, I think today I went at six. So it just depends. And it also depends on how immediate I need to be in w- at work in the morning. I'm, my schedule's slightly flexible. So, yeah. And around here, the weather is really, I mean, at this time of the year, the weather's really unpredictable. Yeah. When it's warm outside, the weather's just always hot. But here, it's like, what, 30 something tomorrow morning. And we yeah, it's going to be 35 Texas. tomorrow morning. So it's kind of confused. So you did mention a few minutes ago um, about having a coach. Tell us, you know, you you have a coach, and mm-hmm. um, tell us who he is. Why'd you get a coach? Yeah, I, um, I w- when I first started running, I was just running on my own, and then I I think I got a plan like off the internet, and it was just real. It's just there's no accountability to a plan if you're buying a plan. It's like or if you find a free plan or something of that nature. So I, um, just that you paid for it. That's all really right. Oh, I wanted to interrupt if if we're like scratchy or coffee, coughing, e or coffee, Mm -hmm. coffee. What? Um, this is the first time in like two weeks that one of us hasn't not had our voice. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm realizing I probably need a little water, but I forgot it downstairs. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, yeah, so my coach, uh, so I got a coach in, I don't know, a couple, like, I don't know what year it was, but it was in the buildup to my first marathon, and I um, was with that one for a little while, and it just wasn't a really good fit, and that's one thing about coaching that's different is, you know, you got to find the, the person that's right for you, and, um, and the coach that I had was a very good coach, but he was very busy, and uh, had a lot of people and I need a little more hands-on because I had so many questions early on and um so it just it wasn't a really good fit for me so now I for the last year or over a little over a year 
uh, have had a coach named Hayden Hawks, and he's a professional runner, <clears throat> a professional ultra runner. And um, what makes you ultra? More than a marathon. Anything more than a marathon is an ultra distance race. And so he does like 50Ks, 50 milers, or, or beyond. And um, he's been really good. Like he's just a really, for one, he's a great runner and he's been doing it for so long. It's funny cause he's younger, th- he's younger than me, but he, uh, has been running for so long. He's just got tons of knowledge. Um, ironically enough, he is coached by the guy that I used the first time. Um, and so he's, he has a really good coach and he is a good coach. And, uh, and so, and I've seen massive gains just in the time that I've been working with him, uh, from my original or from my like previous PRs, um, personal records and most distances, almost all of the distance. I think I've set a, a personal record in every notable distance from a mile all the way up to a marathon, technically a 50 K cause I have ran a 50 K in that time. Um, but I think I've seen a personal record in every single distance since I've been running with him. So, and he's a really nice guy. He's a really nice guy. Yeah. We had the chance to meet him. He does the whole family he lives in Utah. He so. lives in Utah. Yeah. And we live obviously in San Antonio and, um, he was in Austin and we got a chance to meet him. That was fun. Yeah. He was really whole nice. family. Cool guy. So, you know, people that are listening, maybe hearing you talk about it and think, well, good for you. I'm not a runner. And so my question, and you can, you know, we could debate this as someone that identifies as not a runner. Can anyone be a runner? Hmm. No. Some people are weak. <laughs> no, I mean, well, yeah, uh, okay. if you're getting a super technical, no, because like some people oh, can't, can't run walk. physically. <laughs> they They can't be a runner. I think, yes, anyone can be a runner as long as they're physically able to do the act of running Mm -hmm. and what is running as it pertains to speed, it's all relative. Like, uh, and I think that's kind of one of the big struggles that people have is um, immediately when they start talking about running or doing something physical, the thing about running, okay. In, in regards to physical activity and things that you could do to stay fit, Running is pretty much the cheapest thing you could do. Like you besides like body weight exercises and yoga, Things you know, that don't, or something don't like require that. require shoes. Yeah. Like running really I mean now granted if you run a lot, you have to you have to rotate shoes a lot. Uh, and so but the, we're, but the but would, the entry entry to it is the not The entry level is very very low. You get a decent good pair of shoes and I mean you just go out the door and mm-hmm. that's it. Um, and so anyone, I think anyone can do that if they're physically able to like, you know, walk. Um, the, the trick is that you have to get over the idea that you need to have some kind of expectation on yourself first. That's the harder part. So I think anyone could be a runner. Um, it, it, I guess the variation is how serious of a runner you become. Are you a weekend warrior type, you know, running with a running group on the weekends because you like the social aspect and stuff like that? Or are you training and and trying to consistently get better and qualify for big races and things like that? So kind of as a follow up to that, how do you get, I mean, you kind of said it, how do you get started if you feel like I'm not a runner? I, yeah, I had this conversation with a guy yesterday or maybe it was today at work and like he was saying how sometimes he's, he's started running a little bit and I tell people all the time, like you have to be okay with the first three months to, to however long, depending on how much you're, how much effort you're putting into getting better or, or doing it, you know, at the beginning, you have to be willing to put in the three to six months of, you know, work where it's not actually fun. And that's the hard part for people. I think that, 
I think that the hard part is like getting past the part that's just so it's just so tough and and you're you know maybe you're bored or whatever so I think some of the things that you can do to uh, alleviate that is I think I'm, I'm a big fan now of social aspect of running so like finding a group I mean in in most major cities and I understand that not everyone lives in a major city but in major cities you could find a run group where there's people of all it's so big there's people of all different skill levels and things like that so you could get with a group and and find someone that's like where you are and or start one or or start one yeah and and go from there I mean you know there's 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 it's a huge community even though it's a small percentage of the entire population there's a lot of people that run and so being able to um get in you know with a group would help a lot to get through that initial really difficult part um and and then you also just have to really lower your expectations for your for yourself really as it pertains to other people in comparison you don't lower the expectations for yourself, but you, but you have to be okay with, you know, doing it, even if it's not as fast as anyone else. Yeah. And that's the bad, one of the bad parts about like, we've mentioned Strava and there's like map my run and the Nike app and all these different apps where you can track your runs and connect with your friends. But if you are starting running and you know me and you connect with me on Strava and you see my runs all the time. It's not unlike, I really legitimately think that it's not unlike how we talk about the negative aspects of social media where people are just constantly putting their vacation photos and their other mm-hmm. stuff. Even though, even though as a, a runner, like an, an above average runner, I wouldn't consider myself like, I, I don't, I don't think that I'm putting stuff on Strava. I'm just running what I can run and running consistent for me. And when I look back on my early runs in 2015 and 16 and even 17, they're nowhere near where I am now. Yeah. And I don't think people that, don't see all that. Yeah, though. Yeah. And I'm not curating my good runs. I don't delete runs ever, right. but I did used to, um, like if I would be out on a run and I know people now that do this. Um, but I, I used to like, if I was out on a run and I had to stop because my stomach started bothering me or I was just tired or it was hot or whatever, I would stop my watch and end the run because I wouldn't want my pace to be affected. And now I'm, I don't care about that. You know, it's, I mean, it happens less, but yeah, um, I was going to say it doesn't happen quite as much as it used to. Yeah. But you, conditioned. but you have to be like, in fact, I think it was one day that I ran this week with one of my friends. I, my stomach was kind of messed up. Actually, today I was kind of worried that I was going to not feel really well, but I got going and I was better. But, I mean, you, you have to be okay when you're starting, knowing that you're at a starting point. You're at the 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 bottom, you know, the base level, and you have to be okay with, um, you know. I didn't get to where I am now overnight. Yeah, this, this is five years of running and I'm not the fastest, you know, I'm sure. not, I'm not super fast. Or you, you have a lot of friends that are a lot faster than I have, you. Most of my friends are a lot faster than me. Yeah. yeah. And probably just to, to add to that, maybe decent shoes, decent shoes. I mean, you don't have to spend yeah. $200 on shoes, but no. going to a place, an actual brick and mortar store that can fit you for shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's for running. I know something like I feel kind of silly going in there cause I don't really look like a runner. Um, I just, uh, I just feel dumb. Yeah, going sometimes, in there sometimes it can be a little but, intimidating. You know, when you walk out of there knowing, Hey, if these shoes don't work, I can bring them back and uh, it's no big deal. And mm-hmm. uh, I can try another pair and they fitted them for my feet. They saw what my feet were, you know, yeah. um, they, a lot of them have like a little s- machines. They can scan your foot and s- yeah, make the, suggestions and the, stuff. One of the worst things you can do, I think is go to Academy and buy running shoes just because they say running shoes because everyone's feet are different and I mean what's good for me is not going to be not necessarily going to be good for you unless you have a narrow foot with a high arc but the total opposite <laughs> total total opposite but, over here. <laughs> but um so so the answer to the, the main question is everyone probably can be a runner that can physically 
actually run. Yeah. And that can, you know, have the kind of the mental strength to, to, um, start yeah. and get through the lows. Yeah. Uh, running is something I try like every, oh, 18 months or so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've yeah. yet to truly succeed, but I do enjoy walking and do that, Yeah, you know, quite regularly. Um, I think, you know, running may be something that I can settle into a little more easily once I'm done having kids. Mm-hmm. It's not that I yeah, think it that it, it's hard to, you know, train up real hard and then get pregnant. And I, I mean, not that you can't run when you're pregnant, but you know, when you want to barf, it's hard to do that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So when this journey of growing humans is over, <laughs> maybe I'll have more success. Maybe not, you know, maybe, maybe I'm mentally weak. Okay. So <laughs> the, here's just a few more, um, logistics or numbers based questions what's the longest distance you've run um the well so he's, I ran, he's looking on his strava i ran the el taco loco 50k in november so the technical longest that i've ever ran i can't get there um the te- the like technically the longest that i've ever ran is 50k but it was actually Which tell like people how many miles that is because that's 30, 31 miles. 30, it, 31 miles. But it was actually like 32 miles. Basically <laughs> I wish from I could here find to San Marcos. Actually farther. I wish I could find it, but I can't find, I can't do quick reference to it. But yeah, it's, um, it was, it was right about, oh, here it is. El Taco Loco 50K. It was it was actually thirty two point nine three, so thirty three miles. Thirty three. It was a long fifty k, fifty three k. Yeah, and you've mentioned that race on a previous podcast, saying mm-hmm. you really almost called in and just quit it, basically. And well, that was a different one. Oh, was that it? was okay. That was the um, in August. So that race was October twenty sixth of, the of last year. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Okay. In August, there was the um, Alamo City Ultra, which I did in 2018, and I attempted the 50K and didn't finish. Right. And dropped out of it uh, after like 22 miles yeah. or 23 it miles, was so just under a marathon. Out there. It was, yeah, it was so hot. He was like, I think <clears throat> if I finish this, I might end up in the hospital. Yeah, and I was, and like, I was on the phone with my dad, <laughs> and he was like, you should stop. So, <laughs> so um, what's... That's the farthest. So the farthest I've ever ran is 32.93 miles. It's pretty, pretty, uh, noteworthy distance. What's your proudest personal record? Oh, the Houston marathon just that I just ran. Um, well, yeah, yeah, that's my proudest because it was a, um, 20, almost just under 29 minutes off of my current record or my previous record from about a year earlier. So in a year, I took thirty, almost thirty minutes off of my marathon time, which is a lot. And what like was the finishing time? Three twenty-eight, uh, three twenty-eight, fifty-four. Nice. That was a fun race. So I have kind of a two-part question. Uh, tell me a lowest race moment, any race, lowest moment of any race. Can be any time in the running career too. So, um, I have my. Guess, it would be one of two. It would either be that Alamo City Ultra Fifty K where I was like just uh, that was more physically low. Like I just it was so much climbing in the park and and it was hot and it was bad. But I think the first marathon. Is that uh, the one when you had the injury? Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. The first marathon that I did uh, was the Rock and Roll San Antonio Marathon in 2017, and I finished in like five hours and 12 minutes or something like that, which in comparison to three hours and 28 minutes, that's a huge. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but five hours, um, and I was, I was on, I was on track to run four hours, which was what my goal was. That's like the first kind of big milestone goal for, I think, most people for a marathon. Mm-hmm. And um, I was on track through like 16 or 17 miles. And then I had had an injury flare up because I I just kind of overtrained. And there was a lot that I did wrong in that training cycle. <coughs> and um, it flared up pretty bad. And I ended up walking the last six miles of the race. 
Yeah, so, I, I that was on a Sunday, and I went afterwards, and I wore Jack yeah. and walked in the last, like, mile or so in with you. And I was, like, almost crying, and I was limping. Bad. It was bad. There was no, like, running it into the finish no, line or anything. I, I like, barely trotted at the end. I mean, barely, but... But yeah, he did finish, was, and that was the first full, so... D- it was my first full, and I did finish, yeah. Yeah. So tell me the uh, highest race moment, mini race. Uh, the highest race moment was, oh, probably, well, it's hard to, it's hard to think <laughs> past he glances at the medals. <laughs> it's hard to think past Houston right now. Cause it was so, you know, it was only a couple of weeks ago and it was such a big record, but there wasn't any moment in that race that was really like, besides the finish line, but every finish line is pretty much a high moment, but there wasn't really a moment in that race that was just like super high. It was I knew a pretty what steady to race for you. I knew what to expect. I had trained really, really hard. I was completely healthy and, uh, like injury free, yeah, yeah. injury free. So like I, I knew, th- I knew that I would do it. So <coughs> I think my highest race moment is w- placing seventh place at El Chupacabra <laughs> last year. It's a nighttime trail race in July um in san antonio you threw so that it's race always the year hot before, right three years in a row i got progressively worse <laughs> the first year i barely went over an hour it's only a 10k i barely went over an hour the next year it was like an hour four and the next year it was like an hour seven and the third year that i did it i i fell twice and threw up once during the race it's only a 10k and he's puking (laughs) but it's like 90 degrees (laughs) and you're in a headlamp and and you're like you have the day on your legs so it's like you're it's a friday right it's usually it's on a friday you've eaten three meals or if you're if you're eating regular you know like and um but it's a fun race and I kept going back and this year, this last year I was like, this is the last time I'm doing it. And then I ended up placing seventh overall. You're like, I love this race. And it was, it, uh, it finally clicked. Yeah. And finally uh, got everything. That's together. a fun race. That's fun to go out. It really there is fun. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it again this year. This will be my fifth year in a row. So my next kind of questions are about your running goals slash your ultimate races. So however you want to combine them, because I know that's kind of intertwined for you a little Mm -hmm. bit, but running goals may be something you want to talk about, um, you know, more immediate running goals and then, you know, long-term running races, Mm because some of those you're not going to get into tomorrow or this year even. Um, My current, well, my running goal as far as distance is I want to do 2,000 miles this year. Um, that's a big jump from last year. But last year I would have, I would have done more. Like I went after my mom passed. It was like I I did a several weeks of not really running at all. So, um, and in the summer I kind of fell off a little bit too. So after I ran the Los Angeles Marathon, so <coughs> excuse me. So, um, so I want to run 2000 miles. I'm currently 44 miles behind pace. <laughs> I'm at 196. Uh, but it's super, super early and I could make up that 44 miles in two yeah, or three weeks. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I, I took last week off. That's really why I'm that far behind. I didn't run at all last week. Um, we were all kind of sick, so yeah. that makes it hard. So that was my, or that's my mileage goal. Um, I would like to do well at Chupacabra again. Um, I already accomplished my big marathon, my big race goal in January. So, uh, I do want to do another 50 K or, um, something further than that, like maybe a 50 miler, maybe, um, as you look at me, like, is that okay? (laughs) (laughs) Can I do a 50 miler? Um, I, my, my long-term goal is, I I think my number one running goal, besides just like staying healthy, having fun, the cliches that are legitimate goals, but kind of cliche. Yeah. My, I think my, I mean, my number one goal is to run, is to qualify for Boston and run Boston. So I have to take another 30 minutes off of my current marathon PR. Or just get older. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that doesn't really get any easier they just yeah. give you five minutes more every little age bracket but 
Um, yeah, I'm, I, the good thing is I'm running with a lot, I run with a lot of people that have all qualified and ran Boston and qualified for and ran Boston. So there's a lot of experience there where they're helping me along. And my coach is, I don't know if he's ever ran Boston, but he's definitely ran fast enough to qualify. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, and we'll see after you run Boston, you'll probably set a new, another goal. Yeah. But I know you have some highlight races. Like you'd love to run New York. Yeah. Obviously Boston. I would like to do all of the, um, like all of the world marathon majors. There's six. So it's Boston, Chicago, New York, uh, Berlin, Tokyo, and London. And so it would be cool to like have that as a goal. Um, New York, I definitely want to run New York. I, I mean that's a bucket list race for sure. Um, the only the only uh, requirement is that we not plan. Which Aaron knows this. It's not like I'm just telling him here in front of everyone else. We're not allowed to plan every vacation around him running a race. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, just keep saying that. You just plan the vacation, then I'll look and see if there's a race going on that yeah, weekend. Like, look, I found a 5K yeah. to run in the suburbs in New York. <laughs> I, uh, it's funny. It's cause I was actually looking up New York races. Of course you were. Cause we're going to New York soon. Yeah. Hopefully. I think we are. We're supposed <laughs> um, to be. <laughs> we're supposed to be. Um, yeah. I, Boston is really the biggest goal. And then I would like to do like some of the longer stuff, uh, slower, you know, like slower trail type stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, as we're kind of wrapping up here, I've got kind of a different set of questions that these are kind of things that would be resources for people that are um, either interested in running or more along your pacing for running. Some of this would apply to anybody, but um, what's some of your running inspiration and or uh, your favorite running YouTube people? What keeps you running in a dumpy moment? Hmm. You know, that happens for everybody. I... Yeah, I mean, I th- I think just life in general keeps me running. <laughs> the like sheer I, I chaos. Don't, I don't, yeah, like I don't really have to have any, I, as weird as it may sound to say, I don't have to have anything keeping me running right now. Like I just like to do it and that's enough to keep me running right now. You know? I mean, I think for you, Strava and the social aspects of it help a lot. Yeah. And that just that it's such a big part of your life. Mm-hmm. But, um, it's, you know, when you've done something more days out of the year than you haven't for, for so many years, basically, mm-hmm. it's it's weird to imagine life without it. I mean, obviously, you would feel horrible yeah. on top of that. Yeah, and when I do take time off, I do feel bad. Um, I, I like one of my most, like one of my favorite running YouTubers is a guy named Dan Whitehead. Mm. And he's inspirational. Like yeah, you mentioned he inspiration. He's inspirational because he has... Crohn's disease and he battles that with running and being vegan which both are relevant to me because I'm also vegan so I and he just seeing him like and how he battles Crohn's disease is just crazy and he runs ultras he lives in Australia and he like runs ultras all over the world and he's a very very good filmmaker Mm, so good I mean, even for someone that's not a quote unquote runner, mm-hmm. I mean, I know a lot about the world of it because of you, but his stuff is awesome to watch. Yeah. Um, I love YouTubers. <laughs> Get ready. Write them down. <laughs> I love Billy Yang. He's one of the better ones. He does really, he's really good filmmaker too. Met in person. He's cool. I've ran with him. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's the other thing too. Is like there, I've met several I've met Billy Yang and ran with him. I've ran with Sage Canaday, who's a ultra runner and YouTuber. When we were in Boulder, I I got to run with him. Um, I've met Jameson Michael, who does reviews. Um, And none of these guys are like, they are somebody in the world of running. They are, but they're not like, (laughs) I'm somebody. Like, don't try to. I just met. When they're hosting shakeout runs, it's like, this is pretty crazy. Or you just happen to go to the same run club as them when you're in their town and they're there. It's like, this is cool. That's what happened with Sage. And his buddies are like, oh, yeah, we forgot that you have a YouTube channel. You know. Um, I just met Michael Coe. Kofuzi is what he goes by on YouTube. He was really nice. He ran the Houston Marathon and did a shakeout run. Well, it was even cooler than that as I met a celebrity chef <laughs> at his shakeout run. 
um, Mark Keonis that was on Chopped. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, Ginger Runner. Ginger Runner is, that's the, I didn't know what ultra running was and like that people did trail running until I saw Ginger Runner for the first time. He's really the first one that I watched. He's so good. He, and oh, we, you know, watched his videos over the last several years and he just gets better and better Mm -hmm. on his ability. He reviews a lot of gear and shoes and stuff like that. And he's just great. And I, uh, really lately have liked this guy named Ben Parks. He's the He's one of the ones that said, let's get stuck into it. <laughs> he's from the UK and he's, he's a coach and a, and a, uh, he does a lot of really cool, fun videos, him and his girlfriend. So they're, they're really good. And then I really like Casey Neistat, the vlogger who is also, a, he's a runner. He's not a pro, but he's a, he runs. And so a lot of his videos are, a lot of his lo- vlogs are around that. So that's yeah. pretty cool. And uh, we may or may not be in the works on some, well, not we. Aaron may or may not be in the works on something like that. But if we do end up with the vlogging camera, some stuff will end up on the, on yeah. the Uncommon People uh, YouTube, I'm sure. Just because why not? Of course. Um, so let's see. Last question. Well, no, the, there's two more, I guess. But um, favorite gear or resources for people? And, you know, you can do these relatively quickly. But um, books or anything like that. Because you've read a few yeah um and they are not they, honestly they're kind of kind of underwhelming generally from well i i was really disappointed in the book born to run which is would probably if any runners are listening to this like serious runners they'll probably get, send me some hate mail but i just recently finished that after like the 1900th <laughs> time of trying to read it and i finally did the audiobook our first mail <laughs> our first mail it's hate mail <laughs> it was okay it was okay it just wasn't like what everyone cracks it, uh says it you know, cuts it out to be or whatever. Um, I like this guy named Scott Jurek. He wrote a book called North and another book called Eat and Run. And he's a vegan runner, ultra runner, seven time in a row world, uh, Western States 100 winner. Which is a super popular, um, y'all just look it up, a super popular race. Yeah, it's like the oldest 100 miler in the U.S. Used to be a <coughs> what, tra- horse race. Horse races, mm-hmm. yeah, and then the horses died out on one of them and they had to finish it by foot so um his books are really good and especially north um it's about his journey on the appalachian trail um what's your favorite gear what shoes are you wearing my i actually have all the shoes (laughs) i have quite a few different pairs of shoes now which is nice because i was for the longest time only running in nike because i would try other things and they wouldn't work my favorite shoe ever besides i have the nike four percents that's just a race shoe. It's a great shoe, but it's not a daily kind of shoe. Yeah. Um, uh, the New Balance Beacon 2s are my favorite shoe right now. And you may or may not be wearing some Skechers sometimes. I just <laughs> bought a pair of Skechers, which is so weird. But yeah, I was Skechers, like, Aaron, we need to talk. Skechers go <laughs> run ride eight. They're pretty good. I like them. They're, I mean... And then you have something else. I have those the Hoka's. Hoka's, yeah. I have numbers. Hoka Rincons. Those are pretty good. And then I have Nike Pegasus Turbo and then regular Pegasus. Yeah, which is this is coming from someone that for several, well, what, four years basically only ran in Nikes. Yeah, and, and I pretty much only ran Pegasus. in the Nike Pegasus. And then I got the Pegasus Turbos, and those were really good. I like those a lot. Uh, they're falling apart now, I just noticed today. Oh. Or yesterday. And then... Um, Which you only usually put three to 500 miles on them. I try to get five or close to five, yeah. So, you know, just to say, if you've been running in the same thing and you love them or you hate them, it doesn't really matter. Either way, go try something else. Yeah. If you have the... I mean, I tried Brooks. I tried Saucony. Like, I tried a pair of Adidas. I Nothing just ever worked. And then finally, I found these New Balance. And then it was like, my feet were like, okay, let's try whatever. Yeah, Hocus. that was fun. Let's do it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I run in, I run walk in New Balance. I, I have love a very them. wide foot, yeah. and uh, they've always been the best fit for me. I tried Brooks too, which is supposed to suit a wide mm-hmm. foot well, and it did not. I have a pair of New Balance fun. beacons that I like in that are completely unused in the They're box because I was, you. I was just worried that they might change the next version, so I wanted to make sure I could at least have one more pair. <laughs> All right, so the final wrap up question. When's your next race? Um, What's on the radar for next? Well, I'm r- next marathon is I'm running the Carmel Marathon uh, in Carmel, Indiana, with my friend PJ Pamer mm-hmm. from Ohio. 
and Matt, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but he's PJ's friend. And um, not going for a major no victory or anything there. <coughs> We're just going for a PR for PJ. Uh, PJ's PR. <laughs> for <laughs> Brother Paul. Uh, <laughs> pastor. I feel like I need to call him Pastor, <laughs> pastor Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he'll hear this, but um, uh, but running Carmel Marathon, that's in April, April 4th. I think I might, I want to do a, um, I want to do the 10K for the Alamo City uh, Marathon that's the 10k is actually on Saturday, March 7th, which is the day after my birthday. So mm-hmm. I might do that 10k and try to do it real fa- like for a fast 10k because I've never really ran a fast 10k. Yeah. In fact, I've I've never ran a 10k race except for the Chup- Chupacabra yeah. trail race, which is and that's not the same. It's nighttime trails. Yeah. I don't think I've ran a 10k. I've ran a 10 mile race, um, but which was horrible. That yeah. thing is hotter <laughs> than hot. That's the hottest yeah. race in Texas. Texas tough. Um, so, so, so tentatively that 10 K would be my next race. Cause it's before Carmel, but Carmel's the next, like, yeah. And then I'm trying to figure out what to do in the fall for a, a, a really good marathon attempt again. Yeah. It's kind of weird to plan races around here. Cause we live in a place that's pretty toasty yeah. most of the year, but, um, we'll link a lot. Uh, Aaron will have a lot of homework for this episode yeah. to link a bunch of stuff down in the uh notes for y'all because i'll just pretend like i have no idea what he talked about the whole time <laughs> like yep. i don't watch all these youtubers do um but we hope y'all found that enjoying uh, enjoy really we hope you found it enjoyable and you found something to take out of the episode um maybe some inspiration to um find a sport or get active some do something physical with your body that is good for you that you're going to love hopefully for the rest of your life it's good to find an activity that you enjoy well enough to do long term um do you have <coughs> anything else to add before we <laughs> call for a way right well, call for a way right out of this one no i think uh yeah great job oh thank you thank you my first well no not my first interview i, I forgot i interviewed amanda um, anyway, thank y'all for listening. Uh, uh, keep an eye out on the website and YouTube and stuff like that, and we'll keep you posted with what's going on there. Did you already say we did some blog posts recently? Or I think you so. did some blog I've posts? I've done some blog posts, yeah. yeah. I have not done bit. any of the blog posts. Not that I ever won't, but. Yeah, just a little bit. And I've got one brewing in my mind, but it's very, very heavy. So it's really hard. Mm. It's hard for me to put them out there. I have made the graphics for them, though. Oh, yeah, I don't do that part. I don't do it. So thank y'all for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.